The desire is that men may know God. So that is the purpose of this assembly, that by his grace, if he will help us with the revelations of his spirit and the power of his will to draw us to the place of knowledge of him, we'll be so pleased. Hallelujah. Because the more you know him, the more you know you. The more you understand who you are, the more you understand the parameters at which you can operate from the more you can get understanding on the things that you are not supposed to touch. I was telling a brother that, listen, you can never stay in the mud and clean yourself clean or spotless. It is always expedient to walk out of the mud and then let him that is clean, wash you clean. When you do that, you will be sure of having a spotless clean by the grace of God. We as men, we are helpless on our own. Amen. Everyone that is listening to me, listen to me carefully because today we're going somewhere by the grace of God. We as flesh, we are helpless of our own. If you want to help yourself, there are some limitations this flesh cannot actually deal with. There is a parameter at which I can go. And at that point, I can get more or less like tired or even give up. But when the spirit of God is with us, who has no boundaries, Hallelujah. And has no limit. If God himself is in the equations of our journeys, then wherever we get tired, he holds our hands through uh, to cross to the other side. Hallelujah. We are on a journey. Amen. Every one of us, we are all on a journey. I'm not saying that everybody is pure and is perfect. No, we are all working towards perfection. Hallelujah. And I know that you will get there by the grace of God. I said what? I said what? What did I say? That I know for sure that you will get there. Amen. 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 How many of you are excited about the fact that you will get there? You will not get behind. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. I love I love all the prayers. You know, your your, your servant is a man of prayer. Hallelujah. Uh, and and I desire to be praying and be praying all the time and every time. I remember I was going to work with a young man, and all of a sudden the tongue started coming, and I just I just couldn't control myself. So I said, "Excuse me for a moment, okay?" Because there's something just bubbling up, and I began to blow in tongues on top of my voice, and <laughs> I could see the guy cringing like that. I felt sorry for him, but hey, that's my car. Anyway, and I'm giving you a lift, so you have no choice but to adjust to that. But after we ended, we got mm -hmm. to the destination where we we're going to. I could feel a relief on his on his life, like mm -hmm. he was bubbling, and I didn't know what was going on with him, but I could see that he was free more than I was. Hallelujah, Amen. Mm -hmm. So there are some stuff yeah. in us that we desire to be praying. I want to be praying every day and every time, every moment that we get together like this. I want to be praying. But again, the more we pray and the lack of the understanding of who we are in him will actually limit the potentials of our prayer, the things that we need to get out of the prayers that we pray. Hallelujah. But if he who understands who he is, if you understand who you are, and the place he's positioning you, the things he's doing around your life, and the things that you're experiencing in your life, none of them will create any sense of fear in you. Amen. Sense of fear in you. 
So the knowledge of the father is a vital tool to the child of God. Hallelujah. Amen. Any child who does not know their parents will never get the benefits of the parents well. Mm -hmm. Hallelujah. But if you know your parent, if you know your mom and your dad, you know the, the level at which you can stretch them, you know, you know what you ask for and you for sure that this one you will get and this one you are not going to get. You know mom, you can read mom's actions, her, her persona, her attitude, her frowning moment, the moment she's down and all that. If we can read these things uh, or get closer to them, it will help us to read them and then that will help us. If our natural human being, as our natural parents, we are able to get closer to him and he's willing to show us or they are willing to show us more of them, then I believe that God who desire more fellowship with us would actually be willing to also expose us to many. Hallelujah. Many. Amen. The apostle, the Bible says that when John, the revelator, was called up by the spirit, at a point of revelations that the spirit was pouring some stuff in him and giving him all kinds of revelations i mean up to how 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 salvation to mankind came into existence by the voice of of yahweh in 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 the whole stratosphere of the gatherings of the saints that the bible says that the lord called out and said, whom shall I send? And who will go for me? At, a, at that time, nobody could speak. There was a sense of silence in the whole atmosphere. And John was there witnessing because he had been invited to that place. Hallelujah. And the moment of invitation, now he could see what was going on around him. And he could hear the voice of the demand for salvation of mankind. And nobody could go. And then he himself got tired and he was fed up with it because he, he felt helpless. And so he said that he started crying. So as he was crying, then the angel who knew more than John, the revelator knew, now he came to him and said, don't cry, John, please, just don't cry. Because the lion, uh, the lamb of, of, of the tribe of Judah, the lion of the tribe of Judah, who is also a lamb, has actually done that already. But John's eye had not seen those things happening. And so he thought that there was a sense of um, helplessness to mankind. But little did he know that before the foundation of the earth, this thing has already happened and somebody had taken the stride to take the responsibility on his shoulder. But it came to his knowledge until the time that he was um, invited to the place of knowledge. Amen. So if the church are not up there, I know I think I'm speaking a little bit of a deeper stuff. So <laughs> please stay with me. Let your spirit pick these things up. Hallelujah. Yeah, mm -hmm. it will it will sink in. Don't worry. Don't, don't worry at all. It will sink in. So when he got to that place of, 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 of the revelations of the things that was going on in the realms of the spirit, then the angel of the Lord that took him there said to him that then don't be afraid. Don't worry because the lamb has taken care of that. The scroll which nobody could go and open up and read the information because within the scroll was contained or captured in all the resources of mankind's freedom. What we can do 
to get ourselves free and be blessed as kingdom citizen. It was found in the scroll. So John was helpless, thinking that nobody could, could fit to go in there. And yet there was somebody who had already done. And so when he got to the knowledge of understanding that Jesus had already taken the, the matter into his own uh, hands and managed to save ourselves and all that, his heart was at peace. Amen. His heart was at, was at peace. And it all came because of maturity. It came because the invitation and the desire to know more of God was there. Hallelujah. So when the words came, he had the ability to obey. Hallelujah. The ability to obey. So now I've drawn you to the place of understanding where we are getting to. Amen. Obey. The power to obey. Uh, maybe this might be part two or something. Amen. But one thing that I have come to realize is that for us to get to this place of maturity, the devil doesn't want you and I to get there. Every time there is always something new he does to draw us back, to put our foot on a back burner so that we can progress as fast as we should. And every time when you want to take a step of faith to do something progressive with your spiritual life, he does something also against you or, or does something in your environment that will actually make you lose the strength or the might or the desire or the drive to take a step. So one of the major weapons that he has deployed against the saints from us being able to access our God or to, to create more desire to know more of God is fear. Hallelujah. Fear. Fear of the unknown. Fear of the unknown. Sometimes fear to give your offering. Say, hey, if you give it, what about this? How are you going to do your, go and, go and buy your lipstick? Oh, Jesus Christ. Oh, Jesus Christ. How are you going to buy your lipstick? And, and all that. It's, it's, if you want to give your tithe and, 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 and the things that you know, know for sure that is of a great necessity, then he begins to question, create all kinds of negative questions in your mind. And then those questions begins to haunt you without you being able to verbalize them. One of my, my mothers on the platform will say that the other men in my head Hallelujah. Yes, the whisperings of the enemy. He begins to speak the other way to counteract whatever grace or the strength of the potentials of what you want to do for the kingdom of God to come to pass in your life. Hallelujah. And so he uses fear, fear, fear. Mostly it's the things that we don't know about. Hallelujah. The things that we anticipate to be negative or uh, to bring a negative effect on our lives. That is the strength of the enemy. Hallelujah. And he uses that. It is not only you. It is everybody. Let me tell you carefully, people of God, even Jesus Christ had to deal with that matter. Jesus, the son of the most high God, who came to bring us salvation, he had to daily like always fight that, uh, that demonic spirit, that power, that spirit of fear. He had to continually fight it everywhere he went. In the moment of fasting, he, the devil was there whispering. <laughs> in the moment where he set himself apart to do things, he will energize some people to come and create problems. Do you remember that some of the Pharisees, if you have ever heard before, that they actually took Jesus Christ to the end of a cliff to push him over so that he died, he come headlong and die. 
Have you read that in the scriptures before? And the Bible says that he went in between them and managed to escape all of them. But the idea was that they could not contain the level of wisdom, the level of power, the level of exposition of the word of God with precision of explanation of words to the ears of these Sadducees and the Sahindrin and all the rest of the people at the time. And they thought that he was bringing a different sense of understanding to the word of God, which they knew before uh, in a quoted version. So they thought that he was bringing something different. And so they have to get rid of him. So they did everything. And one of them was to put fear in him. Hallelujah. So people of God, fear has been a factor. I'm saying this as a, ma a measure of imp importance to my heart because the Lord wants us to reach to the place of knowledge of him. Hallelujah. To know God more. That's the place God wants us to be, to know God more. So that when I stand anywhere and I say I'm a child of God, I'm not saying it because somebody said it to me. I'm saying it because I know it to be true. Hallelujah. If I say that I am a Christian, I am saying it because I have gotten to the place of maturity, knowing who I am in him. So I said that I am a Christ-like follower. I follow Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. And so one of the major weapons of the enemy is the weapons of fear to create in the environment or in the zone of acceptance of a believer and then if we buy into that idea we are crippled by that thought of the enemy or his arsenal and then we weaken ourselves away from the place of being able to maximize our potential but tonight by the grace of god you will get to where you have to get to as a child of god if you believe that say amen with me amen, amen. thank you thank you thank you amen. Hallelujah. And mm -hmm. so he, 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 he went on uh, through the apostle to help us to understand some of the things that we need to do. Amen. Because everywhere we are, fear is around us. Whether you are driving. One of my friends, my closest friends at work, she fears to, to, to fly. She, uh, she's a Polish lady. She came, drove all the way from Poland to UK. And for, that, for the past 23 years, she has never gone back. And it was only last year after having an encounter with her, trying to help her to come out of fear, uh, fear that she managed to go back to Poland. That was just last year to go back to Poland with her husband. And this year too, they've been there. So this is for the past 23 years or so, she's been to back to her country just across the just here not far away you know just a few minutes flight away she's able to get the back because of fear of flight thinking that something may happen the plane may drop because there's nothing holding it hasn't got wings and yet it's flying <laughs> all kinds of interesting thought that goes through the head these are some of the parameters the enemy sets around our life so that we can become a bit of um timid as children of god you know, so instead of taking a step of faith to enter into the business so that you can see prosperity happening in your life, to see the manifestation of the glory of God with your financial breakthroughs, you don't want to take it. What about if I don't, if nobody comes to buy the food? You see, so all these thoughts, all these negative thoughts, the enemy keeps on binding them or building them in our mind, in our minds, and it becomes our reality, and we live with that. Hallelujah. And so the apostle was saying something in Romans chapter 8. Please, let's go to Romans chapter 8. 
Let's start from verse 14. Hasheno Krato Messiah this. I think I'll do to uh, if if you don't mind, the whole of Romans chapter 8 is one of the most powerful uh, scripture that I want us to be studying between now and Friday. Romans chapter 8. Let's do from verse 1 up to the end and see some of the things in there. But today I want to jump, be, do, be, doing, be doing some jumping before we get to Friday. Hallelujah. So that okay. after here, this is an assignment for all of us. Let's read Romans chapter 8 from verse 1 going down all the way to the end. Hallelujah. Let's see what the word of the Lord says. Use different versions. Read this version today. Tomorrow read a, a different version. The, the next day read another. It's only one chapter. Hallelujah. It's only one chapter. Amen. If you read from, let's start from verse 1. He starts by saying this. Says, there is therefore now no condemnation to them which are in Christ Jesus, who walk not after the flesh, but after the spirit. That was the beginning of the statement of a whole chapter. The apostle is saying that there is a position of us to come to that place of realizing that, listen, if you are a child of God and you are a spirit seeker, a spirit filled person, and you don't walk after the flesh, there is no condemnation for you. Why is he using the word condemnation and not to actually exalt us to know that so long as you are walking in the spirit, the power of potency of the grace of God is on your life. So you can do more than you can even, even think or imagine. But rather, he also helped us to understand that there is this potential that whilst we are in this life, or we are on this earth, the enemy can also project issues of condemning nature at the back of our mind, in the movement of our life, in the environment that we sit in, in the people that we did with, we deal with, in the tracks that we drive on. There are so many things that actually can bring a sense of condemnation to our standard of living as a child of God. And so he is trying to affirm in our spirit to let us know that now there is nothing called condemnation in the sight of God, if you're a child of God and you're fully with the spirit of God in you. Hallelujah. Mm. And you continue to come down and then he jumped to verse 6. Verse 6, he says something there. It is very interesting. He said, for to be carnally minded is death. Why? Because there's this potential that a spirit-filled man can switch his focus from spirituality to become a carnal person. And so he's warning us to know that if you can actually walk in the power of obedience and to be able to know God by yourself, you have to switch consciousness from the place of carnality to a place of spirituality. Which means that to be a spiritual person is actually a thought that you have to create in your mind that I am a spiritual person and I'm prepared to walk by the spirit. If not, our thinking can switch away from the spirit and come to the carnal and says that if you become a carnal minded person, then you are already opened like you have signed your death warrant. So your place of growing as a child of God to know more of God, your place of growing as a child of God to understand your parameters to operate in becomes a bit of a dicey situation because your mind or your thinking now is not spiritual anymore, but rather physical. It's actually, actually earthly. And the Bible says that it is actually problem. 
And he said, but to be spiritually minded, which means that it's a, it's a conscious decision to make up your mind, not by the pastor. I can only inject something small into your thinking to switch to spirituality. But everyone listening to me today, it is your work to think that I am a child of God. I am full of the spirit of God. I am open to the spirit of God. Whether I sense the presence of God here or not, whether I know that the spirit of God is here or not, I am a child of God. I am a career of the presence of the glory of God. And therefore, I am spiritual. Well, that is the mindset of a winning person or a winning child of God. So if you have this spiritual mindset, the Bible says that it is life, which means that you have already signed out your own life. Just as one can think of death and then signs the death warrant, it is the same way you can also think of life by spiritually minding yourself to know that you are a spiritual person. And at the same time, according to the word of God, you sign your life warrant that I have life. Hallelujah. Because he that I serve lives in me. I am a child of God. I walk in power. I walk in the favor of God. I walk in the anointing of God. I am somebody who is untouchable. No weapon formed against me stands because I have the one that protects me. And his name is God the master, the creator of the ends of the world. The most high God, Jesus, the son is with me. I'm not alone. Hallelujah. These are the mindset of those who are spiritually minded and these ones the bible says that they are the sons of god they are the sons of god and so let's jump to verse 14 and verse 14 he, he says something very interesting hallelujah very very interesting i pray that the holy spirit will help us to get to this place of of accepting who we are everywhere whether we have the bible or not whether we we, we are awake or not whatever goes on around us this is our mindset and we have it all the time by the grace of god hallelujah verse 14 says that for as many as are led by the spirit of god they are the sons of God. This scripture is a very profound one that I don't think that I can be able to do justice to it. And if I want to take it, I might, I might not help you properly well with, with the little knowledge I have it on it because the Spirit of God has begun opening a lot of understanding to this thing for my, for my own personal uh, benefit. Hallelujah. Those who are led by the spirit of god the bible says that they now transition from the place of a, a a child of god like a baby christian to become a son of god why because their daily activities are monitored and managed i use the word uh, uh, carefully their daily activities are monitored and managed by the Spirit of God. And by so doing, whatever the Spirit says, that is what they do. 
That's the power of obedience. They are able to walk with what the spirit of the Lord is telling them at every given time of their life. And so they are not handicapped, whether in terms of spirituality to heal the sick, whether in terms of power to bring salvation to somebody, whether in terms of understanding of showing somebody the knowledge of God or doing anything of the spirit because the Holy Spirit is guiding and leading them. The Bible says that they become sons. Amen. From tonight, I pray for you in the name of Jesus Christ Amen. that may your heart accept the fact that you are a son of God and therefore you open for the leadings of the Holy Spirit of God in the name of Jesus Christ. And let's Amen. continue what he said from verse 14 coming down. 15 says that for we, listen to me, those who are led by the Spirit of God, he calls them sons. But at the same time, these people, he's telling them this in verse 15. For we have not, if you are listening to me carefully, says that no matter what's going on around you, though you are allowing the Holy Spirit to lead you and he has called you a son, there's something you have to also accept within your peripherals or within the framework of your life that you have not received something. Let's hear what the thing is that we have not received. For you have not received the spirit of bondage again to fear. So we see the master workings of the enemy, though being called as a son of God, the strategic weapons of the enemy that he's deploying as a son of God against you. He's not bringing fornication. He knows for sure that you are not going to go fall for fornication after all. What? what do you need fornication for? He's talking about bribery. You know for sure that he, that one, you are aware of it. He's, so the, those physical attributes of sin and the things that we call a sin and all the things that we know to be sin, he knows for sure that if he brings those things in your life, you will jump over it quickly. But the inward matters that the physical eyes cannot see, but rather it was it is rather revealed by the things of the spirit. That is where the enemy matters most. He wants to hit you at that place well, and that's the spirit of fear. So whilst you are led by the spirit of God, the devil is also knocking on your door with a spirit of fear. And this spirit of fear, when it gains access into your life, then he begins to open different doors and different crevices within your life to find a place of expression so that whatever the spirit of God says becomes ineffective because already fear has entered the door and he has shut the door behind. And then everything that the spirit of God is trying to do, you cannot do it effectively because already another spirit is already there. That is the spirit of fear trying to make the work of God or the word of God non-effect in your life. And so the word says that we have not received that. So everything that we are dealing with is not part of the package of a child of God. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 You have Amen. not received that package that should actually determine that you have a sense of fear in you. Oh, what if? Oh, how about, oh, just in case, oh, and all those kind of stuff, those small, small things. Hallelujah. I want, I want you, listen, 
I, let me tell you something. I did some applications some, uh, a year and a half ago. It's supposed to be only three months, um, uh, maximum three months. And all of a sudden, I called and said, oh, we need you to give us six months. And I said, come on, one application, one person, and now I have to do it six months. And then six months came. I called and said, oh, three months. So, so uh, three months more, so nine months. And then nine months came, and I gave up. I said, forget, they should keep whatever they want to keep and anyhow they want to keep it. I'm not looking for that, the whole thing again. And then after one year plus, one year, two months, one year, three months, one year, four months, one year, five months. And then one brother called me as a man of God, I need you to go, go somewhere and go and minister to some people. And I said, my brother, I can't travel now because my application, I did, they, haven't, they haven't done it yet. So, for how long now? I said, well, listen, I've even given up. I'm not going for anything. Let them keep it if they want to. And I'm here. I will still do the word of God, the work of God anywhere, anyway. And then he said to me, why don't you go and speak to somebody? All of a sudden, a sense of discomfort and fear fell on me to go and approach that person to talk to the, this me. Talk to the person and say, listen, this is the matter that is that I have um, put in there for my application. Like, do you mind to help me out to be able to access these people to get these applications done? Because I need to travel and I have to have those documents to travel with. And I was afraid. Why? I was afraid to approach the person, talk to the person about my need and all that. Though I don't know the person, but they gave me a contact of the person to talk to them. And I felt uncomfortable to go and talk to them. I said, no, I'm not going, I'm not doing, I'll pray. Listen to mm -hmm. me. I use the word, I will pray. And I was praying about it. I was on my knees praying and all that. Three days later, this brother won't stop and call Mark. Well, have you done the thing that I told you? I said, eh. and I was almost about to lie. You see what fear can do. Now fear has created a room now that there is possibility that I will say something that is not true because of fear. So now I had to give an excuse. I said, listen, don't worry, I'll call. He said, no, 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 Mark, I sent you the test. I sent you his email. I sent you his telephone number. So you have it. You can't tell me that you will call. You've got to do it now. I'll call you in two hours later and check up on you and see whether you've done it. So now I saw that the thing was a bit of a push. It's my own need. And yet somebody has taken the matter into their own hands, trying to push me to get it done. So eventually, out of the compulsion of this brother to get him out of my back, I picked up the phone and I made the call. Made the call, nobody responded, machine responded. I left a message on the machine with my phone number. They called me back. When they called me back, they asked me, what were you looking for? And I told whatever, I said, can I speak to this man? I need to I see him face, face to face. So no, you don't have to. You just tell us whatever you need and we'll find a way to resolve it for you. And I told my story and they, they said, okay, we will deal with that for you. Don't worry. We need you to send an email, email to confirm that. When I came to send the email, I was in London. When I came up to send the email, I found out that my email has been hacked. So now I can't email the person with my own email. So now I told her, so please, could you help me email this person with this email, blah, blah, blah. And then she did it for me, sent a few uh, line pointers here and sent it to the person. And I was hoping to get a response from them. Three days, four days, one week, never, nothing came. And instead of me following to the email that I sent, I did not follow the same fear. Thinking that, oh, I don't want to get involved with these people. I just want to get myself out of this mess and all that. I don't, that, that was those, those negative thoughts. The Bible says that that's not what God has given to us. 
No, no spirit of fear. Not knowing that because of the call and the test, the email that I sent, now these people have written on my behalf, demanding by law that they have to approve and append my, my uh, application and make it um, relevant now. And let, let, let me tell you, on the 15th of this month, when I thought that everything was just all over, I was lying down in, in prayer. I was praying and I fell through it with sleep. And the Lord said to me in the sleep that go check your email. I had it in the sleep that go check your email. I woke up and I said, my email is being hacked. How can I check my email? I tried and tried. So I was trying to reestablish re the email, going to Yahoo, going to and all that. I'm telling you how fear can make you lose a lot of potential and possibility of your progress when you listen to the voice of fear. And this will limit the knowledge of God in your life. And then the power to obey the voice of God becomes irrelevant again in your spirit. So now, when I, I woke up from the sleep, I said, I know for sure that this one, the Lord is speaking to me to go and check my email. So I spoke to Anne and I told her about this. I saw that the Lord said I should go and check my email. Again, the Lord revealed my eye to see some other things, about four different dreams and visions that I saw. I knew that this one, the Lord is speaking to me to do something about this, do something about that, and also this place and all that. Now, that day that I saw that dream, that time, that was the time the email was sent to the people to tell them to approve the uh, applications I sent. I was here in the afternoon sleeping and the same afternoon the email has come and the Lord is telling me that now there has been a response so I should go check my email so now I couldn't check the email and I didn't know how to check the email I was here about, about three days later the same guy called me Mark have you heard from them I said no he said but have you called to check up whether they have done it or not and I said oh I will check up and do you know what he did he did the checkup on my behalf. Amen. Listen, everything has been done. The man has done whatever you requested for and all the email you sent has been done. So don't worry, even if you haven't called him. He called me on Friday, on Saturday night. And I told him about it. I said, listen, listen if you haven't done, don't worry. I've just seen it. I've checked it up for, your, for, your, for you and everything is done. Fear, the Bible says that he has not given you the spirit of fear is not part of your life. No, never be afraid. Hallelujah. That is why the word of the Lord came to us and said that he is with us. Whether we go through fire or we go through waters, he says that he is with us. Hallelujah. Why? Because fear can make you lose the potentials in you. It can actually cripple your ability of progress because of fear. Thinking that, oh, what they did to me yesterday or oh, today, Listen to me, listen to me. There are some things, whatever happened yesterday was the time of lack of knowledge. But whatever is happening now is the place of understanding and knowledge that you are a child of God and therefore it must not happen to you. Hallelujah. And so you stand on your covenant right as a child of God, demanding that things must work well for you. Hmm. Amen. This Amen. is a place of vacuum that has mm -hmm. been created by the devil that the church has not benefited from who we are as children of God. I'm telling you a fact. 
that if courage is not part is part of the the fabrics of success if this courage is not in your vocabulary as a child of god the enemy will always make you eat grass when grapes is all is is your rightful fruit that you're supposed to eat i'll say it again because i was wow. too fast yes if courage does not come <laughs> In your life, eh? the yes. enemy make you eat grass instead of eating grapes as your rightful fruit that belongs to you. Hmm. Yes. If you don't know that, ask, ask um, what's the name? Joshua. Ask Joshua and Caleb that the 12, all of them, the 10 of the matured ones were telling them that there are giants and there are sons of the anarchists uh, anarch and the rest were on the land. And yet, he says that the graves over there were big like stones. They came with their own testimony. Actually, they carried uh, uh, one cluster of graves in between two people. Read the Bible. Read it, your scripture. I want you to go in there and read and for, for your own understanding. They carried a cluster of grapes, just one class. They cut it as a cluster and hung it on a, on a tree. And two people carried it on their shoulder to bring it as a testimony to show them that the thing is heavy. And that was their blessing. The Bible used the word, the land flowing with milk and honey. But because of fear, the spirit of fear, seeing the impossible people, the giants on the land, the sons of Annex, and all the rest of the names that they can mention, and then they are there, or oh, they are giants. And then they said to themselves, say that we are grasshoppers in our own eyes. They use that statement in the Bible. And we shall be bread for them. They use that statement also. It's in your Bible. Read it for yourself. So they bought into their place of fear by way of accepting what the, the reality is. The reality says that there are giants on the land. But the information of the Spirit of the Lord says here in Romans chapter 8, verse 14, 15 says that we are, we, we, says we have not received the spirit of fear to become born, to be in bondage, but rather the spirit of liberty, the spirit of sonship. Are sons of God, and these people, because of fear, now they are denying to go out there to enjoy the grapes of the land, rather eating herbs in somebody's place, in a desert place, in, a, in an unhabitable environment. And the Lord said that I am giving you a land flowing with milk and honey, but fear. So this brother now calls on my behalf, and I was reluctant, and he said to me that my brother. Expect tomorrow a letter. Lo and behold, I came from work on Monday. I was sitting here dozing off as usual. And then I, I was praying. I, I had my phone on with the music and I was praying. And if I use the word praying, listen, I'm trying to sleep. That's the meaning. Because after working eight hours on your feet for all night, you come here. How much can you pray? Nothing. You know, but I don't want to go sleeping, just, just nodding my head off. I have to pray through it, and then I sleep off. So I was praying, and then I slept off, and I heard the doorbell rang, rang, and I, wake, I woke up and came out of the door, opened the door, and it was this guy. I said, sign this place. You have to sign this here. Check the name of the letter. Check this one. You have to sign it here. And, and I signed, I took it, and then I came on, I sat down, and I began to, I went on my knees praying and thanking God for the letter coming. And I turned around, and I opened it up. And I, I knew it was that because the brother told me. I'm talking from Romans chapter 8. From verse 1 coming down all the way to the end. And we are dealing with the matter 
of understanding how to get closer to God and the things that the enemy can do to frustrate us from being able to be denied as sons and daughters of the king and then we cannot get closer to God to know God more so that we can obey the voice of God. Hallelujah. And so from this point now, I have the letter in my hands. I took a snapshot of it. I sent it to the brother. I said, listen, whatever you said yesterday, it has come. Whatever the Lord showed me, it has come. He said, have you checked the email? And I said, I still can't access the email. So I had to find a way to get the email. And the email today, I was able to get in the information and everything from the email. What I'm trying to draw your attention to tonight is this. That, listen, you can pray all the prayers you want to pray. You can say all the words you want to say. If the place of maturity, of acceptance, that you are a child of God, and therefore you will not buy in into fear, if that is not there in your heart, the enemy will steal all your blessings away. You can pray everything from, the, from Genesis to Revelation, but if fear is still within the prayer, forget about answer. Yes, the only reason why you get results of your prayer is because of faith. And what is faith? It's trust. And what is trust? It's the confidence in the assurance of who you are in him. The master has called you as a child of God. And so he says that we have not received that. Hallelujah. Tell Amen. somebody that fear is not on my vocabulary. Yeah, it's not on my vocabulary. I know some of you can accept that still, but I will still drive yeah, you to accept, fear is to accept that you have not reference. received the spirit and of fear. Ah, Hallelujah. Yeah, you, are bold, yeah. you are courageous. Yeah. You are amazing. Yeah. You, are, yeah. you are fearfully and wonderfully made. The yeah. Lord has called you so that you can understand yeah. him. Mm. And this is the stealing factor the enemy has used to deny a mm. lot of men of God, a lot of people of God, a lot of us, our own rightful position. If you are ignorant about the fact that you are a millionaire and you have a will and it's written to your name with $100 million and sitting there in your account and everything is there for you, all that you need to do is to walk into the bank and ask the manager and then they give you the access code and then you can access your money, you will die broke <laughs> but you have money there mm. and that is what applies to us children of god listen the lord has given us a blank check to access everything everything but lack of trust in him that's i don't want to use the word faith because we have overused the word faith and so it has become more like a light substance in our understanding. It, became, it has become a cliche that everybody talks about faith. What is faith? Faith. Listen, every time you, you, you try in our Christian now, in our Christian generation now and this generation, if you try to use the Bible to explain faith, it will never be successful. Mm. Yeah. It, the people will never understand you what you are talking about. They will walk away, they will shout amen, amen, and still never have anything amen to. But if you tell them that faith means trust, then there is something to put their feet on. And here verse 15 says that we have not received the spirit of bondage again. So fear, it, it's a spirit that comes to hold you in check, like it puts you in a cage. Though you are alive, you are not dead. It has put you in a cage so that you cannot maximize your potential. But the Bible says that we have received, 
which means that both things are capable of taking a center stage or a master position in your life. The word says that you have received, which means that it has already happened. Mm. Amen. It is Amen. already there. That's why I'm, I'm screaming now. I'm sorry that I'm, I'm shouting too loud. It is already there. Faith is already there. It is mm -hmm. inside of us. That power mm -hmm. to become sons of God is already there. He says that we have received the spirit of adoption. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the Lord chose to yes. embrace us, to make us to be part of the heritage of the kings and queens of the kingdom. So you are a priest. You mm. are somebody who has rights. You are somebody who, are, who is capable of walking with your, your confidence and your chest high, telling everybody in the world that, listen, you have arrived. Jesus. Yes. Yeah, you have arrived. The enemy has stolen this capacity from us and we are working so when we are hitting our listen we are hitting by chance you know because we have heard it over and over <laughs> again it's good to hear it over and over again and so sometimes you knock it and then bam and then, yeah did, did, did it work did it did, did, did it work you go no no no, no. Please, <laughs> please 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 listen paul <laughs> says that i do not hit a mace because i'm not hitting in the air uh, because I have a target. Why? Mm. Because he has confidence. He has trust. The word trust. And the word trust means faith. The word faith means understanding of the Lord God who has called him. That he's capable of answering whatever I am asking for. Mm. Mm. So there is no argument. I cannot explain to anybody to tell me that I, there's no need for me to come and tell you that I'm a male. It's obvious. Hallelujah. It is obvious. Mm -hmm. Except that I have to do mm -hmm. other makeups and change some stuff and go and get some <laughs> other things into my body to come and stand there and tell you that, oh, I, what, do, what says or what gender do you think I am? <laughs> and that is what the church is all about. Listen, there's no need. So long as you walk into the faith of our Lord Jesus Christ, accepting Jesus as your Lord and Savior, you have become a child of God. But the moment you become a child of God and you begin to get closer to him, he gives you this privilege to walk from that place of being only a child to become a son by being led by his spirit. That is obeying the voice of the Lord. And to obey the voice of the Lord, it is not allowing the place of doubt, unbelief, and spirit of fear to take place. That is where the fear comes in. Fear sows the seed of doubt, unbelief, and then every potential or capability of you operating as a son of God does not materialize. But listen to me, the word of Allah says that that is not what you received. Actually, you received the power to become a son automatically. So you are now a spirit-filled child of God led by him. Amen. So when he says that wake up, go out to this place and pray, you know that it is not your flesh talking to you. If he says that go out there, go to this business, go and invest in that business. The king is I, I see this thing. 
as something that is going to be a blessing to somebody. Listen to me. Mm -hmm. It may sound very funny, okay? But I see somebody investing in somebody's business, like a local business, whether it's like a KK seller or uh, somebody, a cocoa seller or somebody by the road. Say, listen, I want to invest in your business and I want to help you financially so that you can get the place done well and get your destiny. I want somebody to take that as a, as a, a blessing or as a business strategy. You know, do that for about five people. Let's see what happens. Say, listen, all that I want is that. That the profit that you get, just let them have work with the word of trust. Said, I want you to have uh, at every listen when you finish, I need just 10% of whatever you get. When you give me my money, give me 10%. Let's see if you have heard, you've got about a hundred joints, okay, in the whole of Accra, central of Accra, a hundred joints, and every one mm -hmm. of them, every 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 month they are bringing you 10 percent, or every day they are bringing you 10 percent. they go and put it in an account you set a separate account give it to them say listen i need you to put just 10 cities every month 10 put 10 cities in this account every month and let's see no, don't go too high don't go too far just calculate how much sit down with them analyze everything and calculate it and say okay uh, i want to invest uh, 200 uh, 200 cities or uh, 22,000 cities in your business you, you your safe i'm going to buy safe i'm going to buy pots i'm going to buy this and i'm going to buy machinery to make the things easier and then you work this and that and, that. and then you you describe the whole thing for them okay this is a business idea i'm giving to somebody so please if, if somebody wants to run with it let them do it now hallelujah so there are different kind of ventures then it gives you capacity to begin to rise if you sit down and to think that all that you can do is to go and buy cocoa and come and eat and go and go and go and hustle please we are wasting our time we are children of god let's think bigger let's think mm -hmm. fear is not mm -hmm. your vocabulary if fear is in there mm -hmm. you will never be able to obey god Mm -hmm. If you have fear in you, you will mm -hmm. never, I will say it again, if the spirit of fear is operating in you, you will never be able to obey God. You can't, it will not happen. But if mm -hmm. God, in God is rightfully in there working for you, you will be able to walk with confidence, courage, boldness, and the Lord will be glorified in your life and through your life. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Mm -hmm. So today, we came to cast out fear. We came to tell you that you are a son and a daughter of the king. You have the right to access the kingdom of God and possess every armory, everything. Hallelujah. Anything. Yes. I'll anything. I'll say it again. Anything. Mm -hmm. Hallelujah. There is no limit. Yes. The Bible said it. So whatsoever. He used the word whatsoever. If you are a child of God, whatsoever you ask of the Father in his name, mm. he would do it. He used the word whatsoever. Read the Bible. Please read different versions in there and see if what I'm saying is a lie or not. Hallelujah. Whatsoever you ask of the Father, he will do it for you because of me. In my name's sake. Why? Because fear is not there. I know mm. my Jesus will answer. I know heaven will back me. I'm not seeking mm. for my own personal gratification for pride or arrogance or anything. No, I want it for the purpose of the progress of the kingdom of God and also to better other things around me and all that. So there's, no, there's nothing wrong with this. Hallelujah. And when you stand on your feet to ask whatsoever, you realize that actually you are not limited as to what far or how far you can go. Yes. Yes. So please, today, I have taken too much time and I didn't let us scream on top of our voices because fear 
has been one of the factors that the enemy has used to limit our ability a lot of results in our prayer lives but from today fear is not part of of your vocabulary Amen. in the name of jesus christ Amen. this is my blessings to you Amen. that Amen. you are free from fear you Amen. are free from anxiety you are free from doubt in the mighty name of jesus christ tell them that you will do it anyway yes hallelujah tell them that you will do it anyway the business mm. strategy, you are taking the steps anyway. If you mm. want to fail, it yeah. means that you have learned something out of it, and therefore mm. it's not a failure. Actually, mm. it's a success. Hallelujah. Improve mm. that mm. your count. Your mm. work. Mm. <laughs> Hallelujah. So, some people, sometimes, I, I, anyway, I don't want to put my philosophies on you. Maybe you may not be there yet. Hallelujah. Mm. But preach I on, preach on. That I have mm. never failed in anything. If it didn't work, it means that God didn't allow it to work. So the, the devil don't get praise. Mm. He doesn't get praise. Mm. I thank God. Listen, Job said it. I learned it from Job. He says that glory be to God. And, and the Bible said, and he rent his clothes, went down on his knees and began to worship. It says that blessed be the Lord God Almighty. It is he who gave and blessed be his name that if he will take it away, let him take it. Which means that he doesn't, he never loses. Though he was frustrated, he was not so pleased, he was not so happy, he was wondering what was going on and everything. He still believed because of that thing in him. He was not afraid. Job, that, that was one of the major factor of Job's life. The fear was not part of it. Including the wife coming to tell him that, look, go curse God and die and so that I can go and marry another man and come and enjoy the rest of it. <laughs> He tell us that you are a foolish woman. If God bless us with a lot of abundance, aren't we, were we not happy to take it? If he is giving us some kind of bitterness, are we not prepared to also embrace it? And he didn't know that indeed God was behind the whole thing. But he still opened up to the fact that he never loses. And that should be the mentality of Emmanuel family, that we never lose a thing. Yes. Amen. Everything that comes out of our hands, it is because yeah. they are not the one there. You can amen. Every yes. advantage, mm. every joy, every open door. Mm. Amen. Trouble around us. The mm. Lord has not given us the spirit of fear. Hallelujah. Yeah. Amen. That is what we know. Emmanuel family, we fear no evil. We fear, amen. we fear nothing. We are people mm. who are walked by the spirit of God. We are led by the spirit of God. This yeah. is our mentality. This is our thinking. In the name Amen. of Jesus Christ. And Amen. Amen. Philosophy also, Amen. that you never lose anything. I always see a good in everything, including death. I always say that, let God, listen, if the devil chooses to kill me now, I am gone. I'm actually enjoying. I'm going to enjoy with the angels. Can you imagine angels singing to you? Every day you can hear the voice of angels in heaven. And I'm not on earth here to hear all this. I've been high and all the rest of it. <laughs> Lord have mercy. <laughs> Listen to me. Please don't be afraid. Amen. Because fear takes away and never adds. Don't be afraid because fear takes away and never adds. Amen. It will never add any value to you, but it will rather take away the potentials of God's glory out of your heart and out Amen. of your life. So, this is the message of the Lord to you tonight in the name of Amen. Jesus Christ.
Amen. Amen. Yes. Pray and cast Amen. Amen. In the name Amen. of Jesus Christ. Let's pray together and say, Father, any place of fear in me, I refuse it and I deny it and I reject it. From today, in my heart, in my mind, in my soul, in my spirit, in my environment, in my condition, in my sight. Sometimes it comes by sight and it comes by ear. Within the heart, these are the three main areas you know what you see, what you hear, and what is within the heart the perception of the heart. These three, these are the three main areas where the spirit of, of fear begins to operate. In, you know, and you are praying for today, you're blocking all those ears, all those noises, and the sight, the ear, the heart, and everything. Pray with me in the name of Jesus Father. We thank you in the name of Jesus we cast away every spirit of fear in the mighty name of Jesus. The Lord says that we haven't received you, and so we deny you now and we reject you in the name of Jesus Christ. No spirit of fear, there is no place in your in us that belongs to you. Get out, get out in the mighty name of Jesus. Get out of our mind, get out of our heart, get out of our sight in the name of Jesus. I declare and decree that every place of power that the Lord wants to. We walk in that in the name of Jesus Christ. We haven't received any spirit of fear. I am not afraid, Satan. Listen to me in the name of Jesus. Get out of your fear. Get out of my life with your fear in the name of Jesus. Fear and all kinds of phobias. I cast you to your root in the name of Jesus Christ. It is true fear you come into our life with sicknesses and diseases, but I reject you, I deny you in the name of Jesus Christ. I release the blood of Jesus against you. Take your hands off your people of God tonight in the mighty name of Jesus. Anybody listening to me on live, on radio, on Spotify, on any platform, I declare, declare in your life in the name of Jesus Christ that you are not afraid. I speak into your soul that fear is not part of your vocabulary in the name of Jesus Christ. There is no seat of fear in you. I depose them all. I dispose them away. I cast them out. I remove, I remove their footings and their seeds, their grounds and out of your life in the name of Jesus. Be free from fear from today in the name of Jesus. You are a courageous woman. You are a powerful person in the name of Jesus Christ. You have the potential of achieving anything and everything you need to achieve by the grace of God. Faithfulness. Father, thank you. We bless you. 
Thank you, Lord. Jesus, Lord. Thank you, Holy Spirit of God. Jesus. Yes, Lord. Amen.